Canto 10, Chapter 79 Lord Balarama slays Balvala and visits the holy places. Sri Shuka said, Then, on the day of the new moon, a fierce and frightening wind arose, scattering dust, O king, with the smell of pus everywhere. Thereupon a rain of abominable things produced by Balvala poured down upon the sacrificial arena, after which he himself appeared carrying a trident. The sight of that immense body, which looked like a heap of charcoal with a topknot and beard of burning copper, his fearsome teeth and face with contracted eyebrows, reminded Rama of his club, which crushes opposing armies, and his plough that subdues the Daityas. Both the weapons presented themselves immediately at his side. With the tip of his plough, Balarama got hold of Balvala, who moved about in the sky, and with his club then angrily struck the arrestor of the Brahmins on the head. He produced a cry of agony and fell with his forehead cracked open, gushing blood to the ground like a red mountain struck by a thunderbolt. The sages praised the Rama, awarded him practical benedictions and ceremonially sprinkled him with water, just like the great souls did with Indra, the killer of Vritrasuna. They gave Rama a Vajayanti flower garland of unfading lotuses, in which Shri resided, and a divine set of clothes together with celestial jewelry. Next, receiving permission to leave them, he, together with a group of Brahmins, went to the Kaushiki River, where he took a bath. From there he headed for the lake from which the Sarayu flows. Following the course of the Sarayu, he arrived in Prayag, where he bathed to propitiate the demigods and other living beings. Thereafter he went to the hermitage of Pulaha Rishi. After having immersed himself in the Gomati, the Gandaki, the Shona and Vipasha river, he went to Gaya to worship his forefathers and to the mouth of the Ganges to perform ritual ablutions. At Mount Mahendra he saw Lord Parashurama, after honouring him, he then bathed where the seven branches of the Godavari river converge with the rivers the Vena, the Pampa and the Bhima Rati. Having seen Lord Skanda Kartikeya, Balarama next visited Sri Shaila, the residence of Lord Girisha, Shiva, and saw the master in Dravidadesha, the most sacred hill, the Venkata. After having visited the cities of Kamakoshni and Kanchi, he went to the river the Kaveri, as also to the greatest of them all, the most holy Sri Ranga, where the Lord manifested as Ranganatha. He went to the place of the Lord, the mountain Rishaba, then to southern Mathura, and next to Situbanda, where the gravest sins are destroyed. There, the wielder of the plough, Halayoda, gave a great number of cows away to the Brahmins. He went to the rivers the Kritamala and Tamraparni and the Malaya mountain range, where he bowed down to pay respect to Agastya Muni, who, sitting there in meditation, gave him his blessings. Leaving with his permission, he went to the southern ocean where he saw the goddess Durga, known as Kanya. Then, reaching Falguna and taking a bath in the sacred lake of the five Apsaras, where Lord Vishnu manifested, he again gave away a myriad of cows. 
the Supreme Lord, thereupon travelled through Kerala and Trigarta, and arrived at Gokarna, a place sacred because of the manifestation of Durjati, Shiva. Seeing the honoured goddess Parvati residing on an island off the coast, Balarama went to Shurparaka, where he touched the waters of the Tapi, the Payoshni, and the Nirvindya. Next he entered the Dandaka forest and went to the Reva, where the city of Mahishmati is found. There he touched the water of Mandaltirta and then returned to Prabhaza. From the Brahmins there he heard about the annihilation of all the kings in a battle at Kurukshetra between the Kurus and the Pandavas. He concluded that the earth was being relieved of her burden. He, the beloved son of the Yadus, then went to the battle where he tried to stop Bhima and Duryodhana, who with their maces were fighting each other on the field. But when Yurishthira, the twins Nakula and Sahadeva, Krishna and Arjuna saw him, they were silent as they offered their obeisances with the burning question, What does he want to tell us, coming here? He saw the two with clubs in their hands skillfully moving in circles and furiously strive for the victory. He said, O king, O great eater, the two of you warriors are equal in prowess. One, I think, is of a greater physical power, while the other is technically better trained. I do not see how from any of you who are equally skilled a victory or defeat can be expected. So stop this useless fight. In spite of being sensible people, the two, who fixed in their enmity kept each other's harsh words and misdeeds in mind, did not take heed of his words, O king. Balarama decided that it was their fate, and went to Dwaraka, where he was greeted by a delighted family headed by Ukrasena. When he, later on, returned again to Namisharanya, the sages engaged him, the embodiment of all sacrifice who had renounced all warfare, with pleasure in all the different kinds of rituals. The Almighty Supreme Lord bestowed upon them the perfectly pure spiritual knowledge by which they could perceive this universe as residing within Him and also see Him as pervading the entire creation. After, together with his wife, Rivati, having executed the concluding ritual Avabrita Beath, he, well-dressed, nicely adorned and surrounded by his family members and other relatives and friends, appeared as splendid as the moon in its full glory. There are countless other pastimes like this of the mighty, unlimited and unfathomable Balarama, who through his illusory power appears as a human being. Whoever regularly, at dawn and dusk, remembers the activities of the unlimited Balarama that are all amazing, will become dear to Lord Vishnu. <laughs>